This is PCR. One station for many communities. This is PCR. Oh, good evening, welcome to the Doc Mason Show on Peterborough Community Radio, 103.2 FM. Uh, we started a show there with a French band, uh, go by the name of the Hot Flowers, and the track was called I Don't Know. We've had about 13 tracks sent to the show this week, and a fair few international tracks. And our guest this evening is a multi-talented uh, musician, Mr Andy Hughes. Uh, and the next track I have coming up for you is by a band called uh, Jody, Jody and the Germs, and a song called Just For Show.
There we go, Jody and the Germs, and uh, just for show. And I've got uh, another track uh, from France. The band Go by the name of Le Nouveau. I think that's Le Nouveau. And uh, the song is called Les Fumes, uh, or Ants. And I'm not very good at uh, pronouncing French names, so you'll have to forgive me. Anyway, we'll just say this is the Ants by Le Nouveau. If the Lemuvo are listening, I do apologise for uh, pronouncing it wrong, but I do know that it translates to the ants. Yeah, so, uh, well done. And now we've got a, a track from uh, Ukraine, a gentleman called uh, Ivan Luvinsk, and uh, the song's called... Uh, oh, I can't remember. Let's see, there we go. We, let me have a look. I can't tell you exactly what the track is called because I've not typed it out properly, which is typical of my uh, sort of amateur presentation at the moment. Let's have a look. Yeah. It doesn't actually say even in in the tagging. That's why uh, Kings Kings Marine. There we go. That's what it's called. And this is the uh, Cubic Rave Remix. And basically, it's a uh, charity EP that you can find on uh, Bandcamp, uh, taken from the Electronics Resistance EP. Let's have a listen. You might like this one, Jack. Um, um, um. Slap, um. Um, um, slap, um. 
вічна пам'ять кожному, хто загинув за Україну. Слава Україні! There we go, uh, Ivan Levinsk and uh, the Cubic Remix and uh, resistance, the Electronic Resistance Charity EP that can be found on uh, Bandcamp. Oh, I'm a little bit rusty tonight. There we go, but I've been away for two weeks, that's the way it goes. Got to wake up, Mark. This is uh, Sonic Dukes and Out of My Mind. Chair squeaking. your back door You keep me coming Coming back for more Lips are velvet And I'm so blue There's so much For us to do If I search For a thousand years A more tender lover I would not find Drive me out of my mind Going out of my mind Over you 
There we go, the Sonic Dukes are out of my mind. Uh, this is a band from Colchester that go by the name of Pure Trash, and the song's called Coffee Stains. Nice and short there, pure trash and uh, coffee stains. If you want to send a track into the show, please email me at uh, dotmason at sky.com. Uh, next track I've coming up for you is by uh, Catherine Ice. goes by the name of Bill Fever. And uh, the song's called If I Could Be King.
Kevin's Bill C. Kettering's Bill Fever and I Could Be King. Uh, sounded a little bit like John Fox. No, wrong with that. We did like a bit of John Locke Fox. Uh, this is our last track we're going to play before we go live with our guest, Mr. Andy Hughes. Go by the name of a stateless rat, and the song's called Stay With Me. There we go, stateless rat, and uh, stay with me. Now it's time for us to go over to uh, our guest this evening, Mr. Andy Hughes. How are you doing, Andy? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you doing? You all right? Not too bad. You've been busy recording your new album. Yeah, I'm from the Asylum. Uh, got that out on Bandcamp. It's coming out on Spotify and the other platforms soon as well. Are you going to play us a few tracks from there? Yeah, sure. Um, play one of the main 
singles, a song called Hopeless War. Off you go. and distorted at the beginning. We had a bit of a dodgy cable in here. We've got it sorted out now. Okay, that's cool. Not a bit of wiggling around. We've got it there. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Take it, you recorded it all in your home studio. Uh, yeah, just at my house. Uh, personal noise. Uh, 
a glorified bedroom, really, but uh, mm. a little setup. Uh, sort of work on it a bit of lockdown, a bit more recently recorded as well. Um, yeah. How, like, how did you get to uh, recording stuff at your house, like setting up a studio? Did you just sort of fall into it accidentally, as, as such? Or? Um, I mean, uh, I've got a sort of interface, a uh, mixer, um, sort of been collecting various bits of equipment yeah. for sort of, yeah, quite a few years now. Um, yeah, I don't think the neighbour's always too happy, but I've uh, got a little bit of soundproofing in there. You know, when I track the drums, it's got to be uh, done pretty quickly, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you in the far end wall or something like that when you're doing the drums? Or? Yeah, it's, it's right in the corner, basically. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. other people come around yours and do recording and you do mixing and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah I've uh, produced a couple of artists, uh, Stevie Daniels, um, Rocker Andy, um, I think even Mark Ringer we recorded a demo there at some point. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did a blues track. Uh, uh. So, like I say, how, how long did you do formal training for that sort of thing then, or did you just sort of like learn yourself as you went along? Um, I mean, I learned a bit of music production when I was at college. Yeah. Um, you can learn a lot of stuff off YouTube these days. Yeah. You know, tutorials and that. Um, yeah. yeah. Read a lot of articles. Um, I'm personally sort of self-taught as well, really. Yeah. But, uh, yeah it's, and how old was you when you took up uh, playing the guitar and writing songs on this and the other? Uh, I got my first guitar when I was about nine or ten. I didn't take it seriously until I was about 15, started learning more hmm. of theory and that. Uh, I started writing songs when I was about sort of 14, but I always used to struggle with lyrics, so my dad used to help me quite a bit. Um, but, yeah, I got, got really into it sort of later teens and um, just find it really therapeutic as well, writing songs, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, without a doubt, yeah. So are you up in the lyrics now? You're pretty busy. You're OK with writing lyrics and stuff like yeah, that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If, if somebody, somebody upsets me or you know, something... <laughs> That's all right, you, you can put me into a song, can't you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, no, I'll, no, I'm in that. And there's somebody coming to you, did you write that song about me, Andy? You're like, nah, I don't know no, what you're talking about. No, it wasn't you. <laughs> but you're pretty prolific anyway, aren't you, writing songs and stuff like that? Uh, most of the time. I mean, um, in lockdown, I think it's just, like they say, boredom leads to creativity, yeah. so... We had nothing to do really. I was just sort of sat around, write, wrote songs a lot. Um, other times, like, I've had writer's block for a few months, and I'll, um, you know, just you don't try to fo- you don't try to force it. Then it just sort of yeah. I mean, I'll just uh, you end up sort of plagiarising yourself. You can exhaust so well. You know, I'll just be like, oh, I'll just jam some Led Zeppelin now. <laughs> yeah, was, oh, that sounds that sounds familiar to me. Oh, it's that song I wrote uh, a few years back. Yeah, it's the same subject matter. I mean, how many how, how many songs? <laughs> you, if, 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 for argument's sake, if you had to sort of like perform every single song you'd ever sort of written or put onto a CD or something like that, how many songs do you reckon would be sort of in the Andy Who songbook? Uh, I don't know, there'd be a few duds as well, but there could be a few <laughs> great hits, I'm joking, but... Uh, uh, probably about... I'd say... Well, over a hundred, yeah. Over a hundred? Yeah. That's one hell of a hell of a lot. So when you're doing a live gig, how do you go about selecting which song you're going to play out of a... It, it depends, really. I mean, um... A lot of when I sort of play with my band, Tribal Misfits, we all sort of do covers, but we'll mm. throw in the occasional sort of original. Yeah. But um, yeah, sort of playing around the pubs and stuff, we'll sort of stick to sort of classic and modern rock covers. But um, yeah, we yeah we just stick a couple of cheeky originals in. When I play open mics more, when I used to do that, I'd mm. play more sort of original material. Yeah. But yeah, it depends really. Yeah. And how many bands are you in, or, or groups are you in at the moment? Uh, well, I'm in Mobius. Uh, I think we had a session here. Yeah, you had a session here, didn't you? A few months ago. Three months ago. Yeah, a prog rock band. Um, yeah, I started uh, singing an ACDC tribute as well, CD Deeds, doing a bit of Bon Scott with them. We've had a few gigs. Um, um, also in Tribal Misfits. Yeah, um, that's free then. Yeah, we're playing at the Ostrich yeah. tomorrow. Oh, uh, nice. 
Yeah, uh, 9.30 if anybody wants to come. If you like, like you know, classic rock and st- mm-hmm. do a bit of Foo Fighters, a bit of modern stuff. And, yeah. But, yeah. So just that. free bands at the moment? Uh, yeah, free bands. Um, yeah, doing solo stuff as well. I suppose I'll death as yeah, well. Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah. Because you can just play, you, can, you play drums as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, sometimes I'll play with um, Who's Next as well, uh, Who tribute band. Uh, I did a couple of gigs with them in the summer. Um, yeah, I'll, sometimes I'll be their substitute. Well, on the way you sneak to that one. What's the next track you're going to play? Uh, I'm going to play uh, <coughs> a track of my first EP, uh, Inclinations of Desire, a song called Circles. Off you go. <laughs>
Thank you. <laughs> how, how can people get in, in contact with you if, if you've got, you know, for a gig or something like that? Or? Um, yeah, I've got my Facebook page, uh, Andy Wild Hughes. Andy uh, Wild Hughes. Yeah, it's because there's another Andy Hughes um, on Spotify. Is there? He's, like does drumming bass and garage and that. Well, and, that was uh, a bit yeah. of a down, wasn't it? Yeah, a bit confused. Confusion there. People try to find me. There's always oh, there's other Andy Hughes, but it's all butch, 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 like, yeah, that's <laughs> not my mix. But I like that music though. You go to a rave or whatever. <laughs> um, and I'm on. Bandcamp as well, yeah. uh, andyhughesmusic.bandcamp.com, and uh, you can get my other um, back catalogue from most of the uh, platforms Spotify, uh, Deezer, uh, iTunes, uh, you know, Apple Music, whatever it's called these days. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andy Wells. And all the stream and, and all the streaming platforms, then basically. Mm. On YouTube as well. Uh, Instagram, MusoAndy94. Keeps you busy then, all this, all this social media, doesn't it? Yeah, it's. it's, oh, it's pretty. Addictive these days, isn't it? It's social media, you know. It yeah, sends you all a bit crazy, though, can't it? Oh, well, I've never uploaded that video to that. Yeah. You know, so, I, I always forget to do Instagram. I must admit, and every now and again, I'm like, oh no, I never did that on Instagram. I never did this. It's, all, it's always an afterthought with me, yeah. I'm afraid. Uh, Instagram. I didn't add that hashtag. Got to do that. It's, there's so much stuff to. Uh, yeah. oh, that's why I TikTok recently as well. That's that's quite good. Um, did you put a video up on TikTok? Yeah, just little clips and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, draws a different audience, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Have you got any questions, Jack? Um, um well. Yeah, you're on. Um, off the top of my head. Not um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tone, did you say you got a question, Tone? Yeah. Go on in, ask it. <laughs> you have to shout. <laughs> you have to shout really loud. Oh, he's going to have a go at a microphone now. Uh, yeah, so CD Deeds, uh, the ACDC tribute I'm singing with. We're playing, it's not really local, it's Kings Lynn, the White Hart. Um, we're playing now, I think it's the 25th of January. Um, trying to remember from the top of my head, I might have to get my um, diary out to mention other gigs. I'll do some research in a bit, I can mention it. Um, I've got it all listed on my phone, the, my calendar, and um, I'll share it all on social media as well. All the gigs that are happening. Oh, yeah, because Tone's a big uh, ACDC fan. Oh, cool, yeah. What's your favourite ACDC track? Rock. Cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to try that on acoustic, though. <laughs> a bit weird. <laughs> Fair enough. What's the next track you're going to play for us, Andy? Uh, I'm going to do a cover. Uh, mm. It's a song by the Smashing Pumpkins, um, a song called Muzzle. Right, then. Off you go.
Big shout out to uh, Michael and Jill Day in my uh, market deeping, and a uh, big shout out to uh, Stuart Ingo up in uh, Nottingham. Guys, thank you very much for listening and uh, watching the show. So, have you got have you got a big book of lyrics, and Andy? Um, yeah, sometimes I uh, my handwriting's pretty atrocious. Sometimes I'll type, um, yeah. so I've got a lot of word documents, uh, yeah. <laughs> folders that saved on. Uh, you have memory sticks and whatever. Um, sometimes I can't read my own handwriting. So hey, I know where you're coming from there, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just after a couple of beers, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I want to go to the chemist near me and collect a prescription now and again. And I'm, I'm like, can you read that? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. We, we, you know, we have to deal with doctors and stuff like that. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've got unta- untidy handwriting. Just one last. But like I say, like computers, <laughs> they're a lifesaver, aren't they? Really, if you've got bad handwriting and you know you're a little bit dyslexic and stuff like that, because you can type it all up nice oh, and neat. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, print it off and this, that and the other, so... I used to use a typewriter as well when I was a kid, but when, whenever you make a typo or whatever, you have to get the tip out. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you spill a, bo- a whole bottle of it over somewhere. I was used it- to write in capitals as well, so it always just looked really aggressive, <laughs> you're shouting or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you keep a book by the bed or that sort of thing? Just, uh, you know, I have what- been recently, actually. Um, yeah, just a, sort of notepads, um, yeah, and... Yeah, because some people just sort of, some some people sort of wake up in the middle of the night with a bit of inspiration. Yeah, some, and some people wake up in the mornings when they've sort of had, a, you know, they're in that sort of half awake, half asleep stage. Yeah, I think Tony Omi from Black Sabbath said that interview. Like he, he dreamt a song, like he wrote a whole song in his sleep. And I've done stuff like that. I've heard a lot of artists that sort of do that. Um, but it's been random, can't it? Like I've been like on the bus before. I'll get a melody in my head, so I start humming yeah. it, and people look at me, what, what the hell is yeah. this nuts sort of yeah. it? And I've got my voice note out from my iPhone, I'm going, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> so I'm doing Paul McCartney <laughs> <laughs> Well, sometimes when you're in a car, you're in a car or a bus, like you say, 
public transport trains, you get these rhythms in the background, the sound of the engine and, and stuff like that, don't yeah, you? It reminds you, me of um, tyres from that show Space, so if you guys ever watched that. I've never watched <laughs> that one, no. He's got a beat in his head, he's come from the road, he's like... Yeah. And like the, <laughs> the, uh, you know, the traffic lights go off, and he's like, yeah, he's yeah. got a beat yeah. kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I used to... Is a dog barking in the background, then? There is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. where's that come from? Oh! <laughs> just be tied up outside. <laughs> Definitely. These mics are damn good, aren't they? Yeah. You know, oh, the, do- the dog's a paid backing singer. Yeah. Like, what note is that? Definitely a song in there, yeah. without a doubt. We're Wolves of London. We're Loves of Peterborough. It's already been done in it, I'm afraid. Yeah. Never mind, but yeah. We're sure there'll be. Uh, oh, yeah, then there's Pink Floyd Dogs. Take it from the. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. Good. yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. yeah. Uh, album uh, Animals, which is quite a good album. Yeah, it's a great album. That, uh, yeah. What, what, what do you reckon is your most favourite Pink Floyd album? Uh, the Wool, I'd say. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I like, love Dark Side of the Moon as well. I mean, I like the, I like the old Sid Barrett stuff. Yeah. The Relics album. That's really good. Uh, I was watching. Intro, I was watching. Uh, which one was it? Oh, I was watching the making of uh, Wish You Were Here. Oh. Yeah. Right. On the I think it's on Sky Arts. Yeah, it's on Sky Arts. You can get it free nowadays. Sky Arts. And uh, they showed a picture of uh, Sid Barrett halfway through making... I can't remember what track it was. He came into the studio to see him, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe uh, what he looked like compared to what he did look like, you know, before oh, he... Was that when he shaved his eyebrows off? Yeah, yeah. Sort of yeah. For that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he put on considerable weight, yeah. yeah. He didn't look the same person at all. Really, really sort of quite scary, really. Yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. You know, but there we go, that's just a shame. Do you do any Pink Floyd songs? Uh, yeah, Comfortably Numb. Yeah. Uh, we're doing uh, uh, we're doing another brick in the walls. Well, mm. We're playing that tomorrow on the set. Spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah. um, wish we were here. I used to jam that with our friend uh, Francie Wright. Oh yeah, good old Francie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, best give him a big shout out as well if he's uh, listening and watching. Because we often do. Big shout out to Francie. Yeah. We've got, sometimes we can tell who's watching and sending comments, and sometimes it doesn't work quite so well. <laughs> sort of in between this week, so we can see some and not others. You know, so... Yeah, yeah. What's the next track you're going to play for us? Uh, I could do an original. Uh, it's off my fourth album, Journal for the Generation, uh, a song called Tribal Army. How many albums you got? Uh, six. <laughs> <laughs> so what's that, one every year, once every two years? Kind of one, yeah, sort of one every year, I suppose, yeah. Is it? Well, I've done a couple of EPs, I've just had a lot of spare time, really, when I've been un- unemployed or ever since so I write, I write yeah. songs, yeah. <laughs> lockdowns and that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you started at Hot Point yet? Uh, that's Monday. Yeah. Monday? So, oh, no, I've got it all on the inside, mate. You've been yeah. stalking me, yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off you go with the next one.
Shout out to uh, Sarah, Sarah Jane and a shout out to uh, Ben Will, guys. Thank you much, much shout. Jack, you've got a question. Yeah, so um, you mentioned you use TikTok. I'm, I'm behind the pillar, you can't see me, but um, you used um, TikTok on your socials. Um, I don't know what your following's like or anything, but has it boosted you as an artist or, um, you know, how, how's it. Um, has it had any effects? Yeah, um, I mean. I've been on there for just only about a week, but um, is yeah, attracted a new audience a little bit. I've sort of just been putting up, um, <laughs> been putting up um, sort of just little sort of uh, clips playing. Uh, like I was putting up the photographic guitar solo, Def Leppard. I was doing a rendition of that, playing a bit of Guns N' Roses guitar. I think um, there's a clip of me doing the original track, and um, yeah, just little clips really. But it, I've had some good feedback from people, uh, people from abroad, and that's so that, that's cool. Yeah. How long is a clip on uh, TikTok? How, 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 how long? How long does it last for? Uh, I'm not sure if there's like a limit. Um, I've sort of been putting three, five minutes sort of clips up. Oh, sort there of saturation is sort of thing. Yeah. It used to be, I believe, about thirty seconds, but you can do. I think you can do up to ten minutes. Can you? Oh, okay. If you've got a better, I know if you get like over a thousand followers, you can go live and stuff like that. But can you? Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, you can do like up to three, five minutes. Um, depending on how you... There's that dog again. Dog's back. They go into the shop by themselves. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> let the dogs out. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. It's a good platform, though, TikTok, definitely. Mm. So I went off the top of there, didn't we? The dog. Yeah, no, the great thing about TikTok is it can go far and wide, and you can get like, you know, views, followers from, you know, dog zones, dog zones, anywhere in the world, and you know, e- even celebrities might see it, mm. that kind of thing. You know, it's it's. I can't handle amazing. all the different social media platforms. There's just too many. Yeah, I, I, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm <laughs> say. I mean, I remember the days in MySpace and stuff, you know. Yeah, I remember MySpace. Like MySpace. That was quite, yeah. yeah, that was a good. That was a good mm. one. That was. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. never big on the MySpace Bebo thing, you know, back in the day. Like yeah. I think Bandcamp is one of my favourite ones as mm. well. But that's yeah, not really a social media platform, mm. is it? It's more of a sort of a music platform. Mm. Keeping it real as well, sort of thing. Yeah, I've heard of that one. I've never, I've never tried that one. I must admit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty busy, sort of working. And then if I'm, I listen to quite a lot of music every day when people send tracks in, it would be surprising how many tracks I receive and stuff like that. So doing that, working, and then doing, posting a few bits on Facebook and perhaps the odd one on Instagram, that's about it, you mm. know what I mean? And if I was doing another, another one or two 
bits of uh, social media, that'd be, I'd be, I wouldn't even get a chance to watch any TV or any Netflix even. I'd just be like posting stuff all over the place. So, yeah, I'm going to stick to just posting stuff on Facebook. You know, yeah. it's quite good for musicians though. Facebook, I found. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, definitely. I like Instagram as well because, like, yeah. it's like you know, sort of. Um, a collage of memories sort of in photographs sometimes if I'm having a bit of a low moment I'll like scroll through some old pictures and it's oh that was a nice time you know yeah. you know back out with yeah. a friend somewhere or playing a picture from a gig or something and it's like yeah it's sort of happy memories to keep the collage how'd you go about making your videos because you do you do some quite uh, interesting music videos as well don't you oh cheers um, yeah I just use um, Sony Vegas that's pretty good software yeah. um who films it all and comes up with all the ideas and, and all stuff like that? Sometimes it's a collaboration. Uh, I think the last video, Hopeless War, my <laughs> friend uh, Lou Gordon and I sort of shared some ideas. Sometimes we don't always write a storyboard, we'll just sort of go out and improvise stuff. Sometimes it's stock footage we'll use as well, because we couldn't get a whole army in for it. Like, we yeah. so, uh, <laughs> use some stock footage for that. But, um, yeah, we do, I mean, we just improvised. We ran out with an iPhone and the cameras are great on them these days. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, Improvised, we went, sort of went around some derelicts or sort of looking locations and uh, like this will do, not mind to the track, and then add some bits in later. So, I don't, yeah, sometimes it's for improvisation, other times, write a storyboard. Yeah, it depends really. Yeah, yeah I suppose, yeah, so you just film it on your iPhone, then transfer the video over to uh, your PC and then yeah. do a bit of editing and stuff like that. Yeah, add some um, you know, special effects, yeah. <laughs> explosions and whatever. <laughs> well, it's fun, that sort of thing. How do you get on with like syncing all the. Because that's, that's a skill within itself, isn't it? Sync, syncing the audio track to the video track. Yeah, it's, it's very time consuming. I think it requires a lot of patience. Yeah. Um, I think because I play drums as well. I can get angry, but you have to zoom right into the waveform, and I always try and get it on the first beat. I mean, it's, yeah. Um, yes, that's quite it's a skill. It's not, as, it's not as... I mean, you're just saying, oh, yeah, you're Sony Vegas, but like you say, it's, it's quite hard work to do that sort of thing. Yeah. It's, not, it's not easy. You've got to, you know, so... I know, because I've like, tried just different... You know, like doing the show over the years and when sort of like we lost audio and this, that and the other. And I'm like, right, I'm going to sync, I'll download the audio and I'll sync it back to the video and away we go. And it takes hours, like you say. It, it takes, does, a, yeah, it takes yeah, yeah. a long time to do it. Absolutely. And then when you think you've got it right, you hit render and then you listen back to it, you're like, oh no, I'm out, I'm still out of time. Yeah, so I had quite an old PC as well and then you render it in 1080p or something and then it takes ages to bloody render. And then when you watch it back and you're saying, oh, I'm not happy with that, it's not going to re-edit it all again. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, so it requires a lot of. It's, it's a lot of skill involved, Andy. Even when you've got a fast PC, it does, it does like you say, it, it, it takes one hell of a time. So you you really you really really dedicated to your music, aren't you? Really, you know. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Is that sort of like? Oh, you got another question, Jack? After you finished. That's oh, okay. yeah. um, no, I was. Uh, you talking about music videos? Am I right in thinking there was you did a music video a while back that had a load of archive footage of Peterborough in it? Oh, that's uh, Memory Lane. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. 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 Dad just jogged my memory, and I remember it was. I remember watching it, it was great. Oh, cheers! Thank yeah. you. What, what sort of what sort of uh, vintage footage do we have in there? Then um, I, I borrowed some of it from. Um, is it Peter Images? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah no, I remember um, there was quite a thing. Yeah. It was Peter Images had quite a thing yeah. to do with it. It just I just remembered it. it was, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I asked permission to borrow some of the uh, footage, but yeah, there's some footage of, like Bridge Street in the sixties, which is quite cool. Um, I think there's even more vintage of that. Some. Footage from the like the fifties, um, yeah, yeah, like sort of around Broadway, around there, sort of around there, um, yeah. Because yeah. uh, it's sort of about how Peterborough's changed 
in the lyrics and stuff. Yeah, so it's like yeah. then it now kind of... Oh, oh Civil War breaks out sometimes in that. <laughs> on, some, on some of them sites. I mean, there's Peterborough Oldies, and I think there's Peterborough Images. I've got on yeah. sometime, whichever one it is, and I somebody puts a picture up, and they go, you know, oh, since then, it's gone right downhill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's for kind oh, of that happens, that, that, happens the, uh, <laughs> that happens on the Nottingham page as well. Does it? Yeah, <laughs> all the Oxford yeah. people say, it's gone right downhill. <laughs> Things ain't what they used to be. It's all bloody, like that, it's you know what I mean? I'm not... Mm. <laughs> Back in them days, mate, there's like fifty thousand people living in Peterborough, and now mm. there, now there's like two hundred and fifty thousand people. Thing, it's all, yeah, <laughs> wait, wait, how many? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, you know, it, it was like a, it was like a, a market town once upon a time. Peterborough was really, it wasn't mm. no more than a market town, yeah. really. You used to be on the uh, square, didn't it? Uh, the- yeah, the market used to be on the square. Unfortunately, I'm old enough to remember a lot of things from, <laughs> from, from uh, Peter Images and Peter Oldies. And, and like, you know, it has, it has changed a lot. I mean, yeah. like, I don't know if you can remember a thing called Crown to Town. Yeah, oh, um, yeah I heard about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like pubs like the Norfolk, that was meant to be a really good... Yeah, rock rock Norfolk was a good... Yeah, the Norfolk was yeah. a great pub. It was around back then. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I can't remember how many pubs there was. Anyway, there was a good five or six pubs. Perhaps more than that, really. I think you got the Crown. Yeah. Then, then you went to uh, the North... No, before... And then you got all the pubs around the Triangle. I think there was three or four pubs around the Triangle. Okay. There was the, yeah. new, the new Inn, the Locomotive... Yeah. Triangle. <laughs> but did they all dress up like they do on the... No, they don't... Like no, the Otley Run. No, don't do that like they do on the Otley Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, and now it would just be Crown and then you'd be in town. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Up on the bus, get off at college, aren't Yeah, number 52 bus and that's your lot, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shame, yeah. like, Dan Linkford used to have, like, the live music shop as well. That was a great place. Yeah. Socialise. I was just going then... Bit of like me again, yeah. I'm not buying anything, but I'm gonna have a mooch and have a chat and a browse, you know. But actually, I bought quite a few instruments from there. When people, well, a lot of bands were formed in that music shop as yeah, well, weren't they? Uh, you know, because there's like a little notice board and they'd put things up bass player wanted, yeah. singer wanted, and all stuff I mean, like that. I mean, I, I, when I was going there, it was, um, I think Paul Blunt was uh, managing it, and then there was like John Quinn, and they did um, Fleet of Minds, obviously, Mighty and Hyde, really good bands. Uh, and then I think Fozzie was working in the drum department as well, and obviously played Retrodux and all that. So, yeah, it's a real cool network. They had a studio. They, had a, they used right, to have yeah. a studio beyond there in the end, didn't they? They had a recording studio beyond there oh, as well. Oh, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think Andy Hawkins, who's got his place up in Leeds, started oh, off down yeah, there. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, the Val recorded there recently. That, that sounds really good, that stuff. Um, they a good local band, and, um, yeah. Anyway, too much chat. What's the next yes. song going to play for us? Uh, I could do another cover. <laughs> It's like being down the pub, isn't it? <laughs> this yeah, is, uh, yeah, we can go there later if you want. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll off, uh, right, it's a song by uh, Nirvana. Uh, it's called Penny Royalty. Oh, I know this one.
Shout out to uh, Dave Barker. Thank you very much for listening and uh, watching your show, show, Dave. Have you got any stuff out on like hard copy, like CD? No, I, I need to uh, look into that, really. Um, yeah, uh, probably in the future, definitely. The, the latest album, Amphibus in the Asylum, meant to be getting that pressed on CD at some point yeah. in the next few months, really. Yeah. You can knock them out on your computer, I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah? Well, yeah, you burn them on your computer, don't you? You can get these, you can get some printers, half-decent printers will do the labelling for you and stuff like that. It's like when you used to go to like the market, you get some like dodgy bootlegs. <laughs> they do it like cheap A4 papers. HP used to do. I don't know if they still do it. If you used to buy, buy like a HP CD ROM drive, they they do a thing called I think it was called Lightscribe. Okay. And uh, it used to burn the titles into uh, the CD itself, and you get like templates and stuff like that. Oh, know? I think I heard about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can sort of. I mean, people are, are doing using things called uh, vinyl laves now, where they literally they cut a piece of vinyl one at a time, sort of thing. I've heard about that. They do like single presses and stuff. Yeah, That's cool, yeah, it? yeah. So, so somebody I know's doing it. Not, so, not too expensive, really. The, the piece of equipment, mm. you know. But you probably, you, you know, you got to do yourself a limited run, haven't you? Yeah, you know, absolutely. like fifty, fifty, or a hundred copies and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, impressive vinyl. It's. Uh, Quite expensive investment, isn't it? But I, I love vinyls. I collect yeah. them, you know. Yeah. You got a big record collection? Uh, it's getting there, slowly but surely. I've got some of my mum's old records yeah. as well, my dad's. Uh, but yeah, I've been buying quite a lot of records this year. It gets expensive. Doesn't it does it? get expensive, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, went, yeah. I went on an eBay splurge after a couple of drinks one night, and I uh, how much have I spent? Like, <laughs> quid or was I, I was meant to pay some bills, you know, so yeah. <laughs> all these parcels. Well, so, so what I sort of do is I sort of... Uh, <laughs> I buy some vinyl... And then stuff, other stuff, 
especially if it's a bit retro, and, that, and, and I'm like, oh, uh, I'll, I'll buy it off eBay, because, like, you can get really good value... You know, you can get a CD for a couple of quid off eBay. Oh, definitely, you? yeah. You know, so... And I'm like, oh, no, I won't buy that on vinyl, because that's bloody too expensive. I can't sort of justify spending 25 quid. But I'll just, buy, I'll just buy it for, like, a couple of quid. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, I mean... Get some bargains with car boot sales. That's when I got yeah. uh, the Boston album, original precedent. So that was, like, yeah. uh, two quid or something. Then I got Ghostbusters and 45, 12-inch. That was, like, 50p or something. Yeah, <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah you can't find records. <laughs> you can find, you can find uh, decent records at... Uh, uh, Car boot sales. Charity shops, I've noticed, are a bit useless at buying vinyl. You know, yeah. they seem to have all uh, cheap top of the pops records from the 1970s yeah. and build last and jazz bands and a lot of sort of classical music seems to be dumped you, you, into charity shops. You get as well. bass like me that come out like, you got any Led Zeppelin? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Garth and you got I any Megadeth? I, <laughs> I think there's a way of sort of like put, <laughs> putting them in the oven, some of these uh, non wanted. Uh, Vinyl albums or singles, and sort of turning them into plant pots and this, that, and the other. <laughs> <laughs> if it's if it's really rubbish music, I suppose yeah. I mean, local charity. Yeah, <laughs> the local local charity shop for me has got, got about two boxes full, and every time I go in there, I'm like, right, well, I'll go through. I'm going to find something. Like that. <laughs> and it's always classical music or country and western. Country and western seems to get dumped a lot into charity shops as well. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I've noticed that actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what was that? Who said that in the background? Ah, <laughs> guilty, guilty again. <laughs> What's the next track you're going to play for us, mate? Uh, I'm going to play. Um, do, 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 do. How many tracks you got left? Um, I'll play two more if you want. Oh, that's um, lovely. Yeah. Do you want to play two back to back for us? Yeah, can do. Um, so I'm going to play a track called um, Epiphany, which is off the new album. I can remember this one. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then I might finish with... Oh, I'm prepared tonight. <laughs> I'll finish with a cover, I think, and I'll, I'll let you know what that is. All right, when you get to it. <laughs> OK. <laughs> Get me out of this press of 
Last song, it's Song by the Cure. Can't be a bit of Cure. Love a bit of Robert Smith. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to go and see him, sorry. I'd love to go and see him, but the tickets were way too expensive. Yeah. They're pretty pricey. Cool. Mm. Right. Off you go. Here we are. I have seen 
ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Andy Hughes. Uh, big, big shout out to uh, Paul Biggins on the mixing desk this evening. Uh, young Jack Fulburn coming in and helping us all the way from Nottingham. Tony Wilshaw doing the uh, video. And Mr. Mark Ringer doing the transport. Guys, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is a band from where they come from, all from London, and the song is. Uh, I'll start it off again. This is a band from London. They're called the Motorcycle Displaying Team, and the song's called Chain Links. I should have known from the top so many signs, all to betray each little thing gives you away. Whenever you smile, it's a ruse just to deceive. Try to seduce me to receive tender abuse.
London's motorcycle display team and uh, Chainlinks. I'm not sure of that name. Not sure of that name. Uh, this is a band from London. Uh, I like this band. They're quite weird. And I like anything weird. Weirder the track, the better for me. Always is. Uh, they, call, they go by the name of Tantrum Zentrum. And the song's called Dear Lemon. Oh, no, that's not right. Dear Lyman. Let me just try that. I'm no good at speaking foreign stuff at all. They are English.
When it's time to move, get moving with Sharman Quinney. We're Peterborough's property people, and we've been helping people move for over three decades. Today, we're here to help you sell or rent your property. With expert knowledge of the local property market, realistic valuations, and honest advice, we'll guide you through the property maze and take away the stress of moving. Visit shamanquinney.co.uk. Sharman Quinney. Peterborough's property is Peterborough's premier entertainment venue for live theatre, comedy, music and more. If you're looking for a place to celebrate in style, birthdays, engagements and weddings, both small or large, the Crescent is the perfect place to be. And for corporate events or training days, the Crescent has all the space you need. The Crescent in Breton is your ideal venue. To find out how we can accommodate you and your next event or book tickets for any of our up-and-coming shows, visit crescent.co.uk.
There you go, that was uh, Neon Ghost House and a song called Expectations. They uh, come from uh, Canada. This is the last track that's been sent to the show this week. You've got an artist by the name of uh, Joe Bartlett. The uh, song's called I Don't Want to Hear Music Anymore. I want to hear loads and loads more music. I don't know. If I didn't have music, I don't know what I'd do. I'd be pretty hot. I'd be pretty bereft. I suppose I'd be reading books, but life would be pretty boring reading books all the time. Definitely, definitely got to hear some music every single day. Probably every hour of the day.
Uh, Joe Bartlett. Well, just about finished a uh, selection of songs sent into the show, so I'm going to play some golden oldies. I've got about 20 minutes of oldies to play. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, this is Echo and the Bunny Men and Lips Like Sugar.
Echo and the Bunny Men and uh, Lips Like Sugar. You listen to the uh, Dot Mason Show, Pity of a City Radio, 103.2 FM. Don't forget, after the news, back to the 80s Miss Chris, Miss, with Mr. Chris McDay. I'm stuttering tonight, I don't know what's going on. Uh, this is The The, and a track called uh, Uncertain Smile, taken from the album Soul Mining. Great outro by uh, Jules Holland on this one.
the Le and uh, uh, Uncertain Smile, taken from the album uh, Soul Morning. That's a bit of a classic, that album is, I must admit. Uh, this is, I'm going to play a couple of short ones now. Uh, Temper of the Dog and Pushing Forward. <laughs> Big shame about uh, Chris Cornell. What a fantastic voice, a uh, classic uh, voice of rock. Don't forget, after the news, Chris McDade and back to the 80s. I'm going to play you out of a little bit of uh, Pay Smith and Because of the Night. i 
desire's hunger is the fire I breathe Love is a banquet on which we feed Here in our bed until the morning comes 